chatting around. Don't know how I feel this week, um, but we're we're back here to talk more about the playoffs. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren and Steven. You? <laughs> Steven, how are you doing this week? I'm, for once, not bad. <laughs> I think that we have, like, an inverse uh, mood thing. Like, yeah. How are like you doing, James? Like, we're, like, binary stars. Um, I'm, I'm, like, not, not, not feeling super great. Um, the later <laughs> results in the towards the end of the week started feeling better yeah but oh my god was that was that awful the twins were eliminated before like a bunch of teams even played a game mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah the the through the first two days uh i got one result that i liked out yeah. of the what eight like uh 12 games that were played over the first two days i got one good result <laughs> no just it was grim like i mean i'm, I'm used to it <laughs> as a twins fan like i'm sure everybody has seen it's the 18th straight playoff game that they've lost uh i don't know what else to expect but i mean i was watching those games and like you know i was like okay for game one i was like okay you know pitching's going great and the pitching was really good in both games really mm-hmm. um yeah my was great Maeda was great. Brios was great. The bullpen was even great, and Romo shouldn't have even been in that spot that he got put into. Uh, he didn't like. He he loaded the bases, then got two quick outs, and then on the what should have been the third easy out, Polanco missed a throw that like a, sh- a major league shortstop should make nine hundred ninety nine times out of a thousand. Um, it just it made no sense, but uh, that's. That's just our. That's just the twins' destiny, I guess. I'm. I'm sure it's cold comfort to know that they were in both games for basically the entire time, mm-hmm. and they could have won it at any moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like they really weren't though, because like the lineup hit like 110, mm. and if you take Nelson Cruz out of it, they hit like like 90. Yeah. <laughs> like Ooh. it was, it was like with just singles, because like Cruz got two doubles and nobody else got a double or got over a single like it was just you can't win if you don't hit and so like no matter how good the pitching is but yeah when i was watching that first game before i got really angry once they started <laughs> once the, like it was blown and it was gone i just felt like like ron paul in that interview you know like i just felt like i was like having a stroke the whole time i was watching i was like i can't believe they're doing it again i can't believe they're doing it again and then the whole next day i was like it's gonna happen again it's gonna happen again and then it happened then again. it happened again <sighs> losers just i don't know fold the franchise or blow up the core like because teams aren't going to be spending uh you know more <laughs> coming into this off season all the owners are going to use it as an excuse to slash payroll so i don't see the twins like you know getting any better i doubt they'll even re-sign nelson cruz i doubt they'll do anything like i don't know it's <laughs> it just it really sucks it was it was a brutal it was a brutal couple of days, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems like that was a lot of these series ended up being like that. I, I guess we should recap all the outcomes just really quickly. Um, uh, Astros took out the Twins, obviously, uh, two games. Uh, Rays took out the Blue Jays in two. Uh, the Braves took out the Reds in two. That was the most excruciating series for me to watch. That was just dreadful. Oh, um, that that made me want to fucking die. And what of was course, it, like 22 games, games without a pitch or without a hit? Yeah, those those were the games I I probably watched this I paid the second most attention to uh just because they were on it at at an opportune time for me and I was uh-huh. extremely invested in the Reds winning. I'll say um, at least the Twins put up a run. Yeah, yeah. in each game. Oh god. Yeah, and then the Marlins um beat the Cubs in two. That's the fun outcome. That was great. That was really fun. And we even got to see that uh, yesterday, which so we got to see two games yesterday because they had a, a rain delay or whatever. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't see a single of the of the two Dodgers wins over the Brewers. And I'm, I'm not like I'm convinced I'm not entirely convinced those games even happened. I think that like L.A. just got a buy. <laughs> And they simulated those, <laughs> like when you're playing MLB yeah. the show and you're just like, didn't want to do it. They were really good, though. Kershaw was amazing. 
um, I only I didn't watch the first game at all because I was just like I was too bummed to watch more <laughs> baseball uh, on on that on that I know first that game say <laughs> yeah yeah of course you do um, we are all Philadelphians in Minnesota <laughs> and then I I think <laughs> uh, and then the the Yankees um, uh, just like blew out the Indians in both games it was like 13, 12 to three and then it was uh, ten to not ten to nine just brutal outcome. Well, I mean, those the second the games uh, the second game or whatever was it? Did the, that was close. yeah. The second game that wasn't was, was was closer. That one was mm-hmm. that one was like it was brutally long. Mm-hmm. It was the longest like nine inning game ever, uh, like postseason or a regular season. Um, I did watch that one, but like, and that one was that one was pretty good. Like, it was actually it was kind of fun to watch. Um, I just kind of wish that um, Chapman had blown it. Oh, like God, it's, cause yes. it's so fun to watch Chapman blow it. It's so fun. It's so satisfying. Um, and he almost did. He almost did. He did like he did like cough up the lead at one point, I believe. And then uh, Cardinals Padres. Padres won in. It was that was in three, right? The Cardinals won yeah. one game. So there are there were two series that went to three. It mm-hmm. was Cardinals Padres and A's White Sox. A- A's White Sox. That was the last outcome. The bad outcome. I I can't think of a. a, a a worse situation than the, what they find themselves in in game three in recent memory. Just a complete, it was a disaster. It was a disaster of their own making. And it wasn't really like the offense's fault. The offense performed, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, totally. And and they were, the, they were clearly the better team com- versus how the, the A's played. Um, the A's. I actually want to get into, okay. Like, well, we have a ton of mailbag questions for later, mm-hmm. but I think we might as well just get into one of these questions we got while we're talking about A's white Sox. Um, Matthew Gregory says, uh, what did you think of Renteria's pitching decisions in game three? Do you think it works out if Crochet doesn't get hurt? I think it probably does. Yeah, no, it, it, it goes a lot better, I think. But I also think this comes down to the White Sox just not having the starting pitching depth or the pitching depth yeah. uh, to begin with. Only having three guys they can go to was... was a- yeah, and I don't mm-hmm. think it's Renteria's decision that you know of, of like who is on the roster for the playoffs in any way either you know he went to carlos rodon uh who has been you know just not good at all like we talked about when the uh, southpaws guys were on here but like he worked with what he had i you know and he might have made some questionable decisions but like and you don't have to squint very hard to see it working and and that's teams have gotten to the world series on less than that like they could have done it but it it's just like when nothing goes your way, it it there's nothing you can do. You don't have the depth to get past it. It was just a brutal sequence of events that entire game. Totally. And, and but they they needed they needed like every if they needed everything to go perfectly in game three, what were they going to do in a five game series? Especially especially a five game series with no off days. Right, and I think that, like, I think at Renteria, you know, he might have made some may- maybe questionable decisions, but I don't think that this can really be thrown on on him completely. I think he was, mm-hmm. I think he was working against the stack deck. Yeah, I I was obviously rooting hard for the A's, but it did not. <laughs> I take no pleasure in in eliminating the White Sox because they are they were the better team, and they were if not more fun than like as fun. No, and that was that was the only like AL matchup that didn't have. I mean, well, okay, the I'm not not gonna without counting uh, Cleveland, New York here because like that's just a you know Godzilla gif, let them fight mm-hmm. thing. But like you know, in the in three of the AL matchups, there or two the other two AL matchups, there was like you know somebody who we were clearly rooting for. Yeah. Um, and I know that you were clearly rooting for the A's there, but like White Sox or A's, like I wasn't going to be disappointed uh-huh. to see either of them go on. I was like, I was arbitrarily rooting for the White Sox or for the, uh, excuse me, for the A's, like, like because I want our boy Steven here to be to be happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure it had but, nothing to do with the fact that the White Sox are a division rival of the Twins. No, I mean that that factored into it a little bit, but like I don't know, like a lot of Twins fans have like much more animosity towards the White Sox than I do, even. Like, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't really care as much as a lot of people. A lot of, like, Twins fans, like, hate the White Sox. And maybe it's just because they've been, like, bad for years and years that I don't really care as much as I do about beating, like, Cleveland. And they're not as, like, despicable of an organization as I think Kansas City is um, with their weird, you know, trying to sign sex pests and, uh, like, anti weird anti-pornography stances <laughs> and stuff. 
<laughs> so I don't know. I don't have as much animosity. Mm-hmm. Like I would have been, I would have been perfectly fine with White Sox advancing, but like I don't know. I was rooting for the A's to be honest. And it, it has to be said, uh, this is a big bummer for those of us who really want the Astros to lose because yes. they're going up against a weaker opponent now. Uh, it'll take, I don't know, it's a, it's a, it's a huge bummer. The A's had a pretty great record against the Astros this year. That's, That's a good true. Point. That's true. That is very true. Like, they've seen the Astros, they know the Astros, like, and I don't know, I don't know how much, like, how much more, how many more tricks the Astros have to pull out now too um like okay like they did their 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 thing of like yeah of uh you know pulling out grinky after four innings, a couple I think. innings yeah. to put in framber but also like you know the twins are just like uniquely susceptible to left-handed pitching <laughs> they're like just dog shit against left-handed pitching this year so putting in framber valdez is like really really good against them um but like it's Cooper Cooper Lund, our buddy Cooper Lund said, uh, he was like, "Wow, Dusty Baker pulling Zach Greinke after four. We are through the looking glass. <laughs> We're through the looking glass here, people. Like <laughs> we are, we have like we are definitely in a new epoch of of baseball Absolutely. at this point. But I don't think that the the Astros really have much more to to put in there unless their plan is to like." just infuriate everybody with um such tone deaf po- like post game interviews that like you know it psychically damages their future <laughs> opponents i don't think they have much more going for them do we want to do we want to move into the segue into the next round then any uh, anything else to say about the wild card round yeah not really other than the fact that seven central teams entered and zero <laughs> made it that's just you know that's just midwest excellence <laughs> That's what that is, you know. Ohio style baseball. Oh my god, they no, are... that was incredible. <laughs> it's it, oh god, yeah. And the 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 second round is comprised entirely of matchups between division rivals. Oh, that is weird. I hadn't thought about that. That's super weird. That is kind of cool. Um, before we move on, I do think that that pot. I I just want to say that that Padres Cardinals series was pretty fun. Um, game one wasn't yeah. wasn't anything to write home about. Um, but game two was, was really exciting. And then game three was, was kind of a blowout, but like, it was just kind of like a really fun display of what the Padres are now Mm -hmm. and what young talent can do. Like Tatis was just like electric the entire time. It was so much fun. Just really, really, really proving that like, (laughs) this is, this is the future of baseball. We Mm -hmm. just need these like exciting young stars that play with some personality. Absolutely. It's, it's such a like... L.A. San Diego is 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 must watch television. Even if you're not a big baseball fan, if you're a casual fan, if you only catch a couple games a year, that's I think that's gonna be one to cap to watch. And after after like after that twin series, like I was just like despondent. <laughs> you know, I was like I was like really really feeling like shit. But I am really excited to watch a bunch of these um, series coming up here. Absolutely. Like I'm I am re- like yeah, Dodgers Padres is gonna be really really fun. We didn't really talk about Marlins Cubs. Oh but, yeah, <laughs> but like chaos, Marlins fever. Chaos Marlins. We're spread. We are spreading Marlins fever like like we're at the White House uh, Rose Garden. <laughs> like we are. Oh, it's so goddamn. We good. are doing it. Like it's it's happening. Like get ready for Marlins fever. We are getting intubated at Walter Reed <laughs> right now. Sixto Sanchez, American hero. I'm mad because I want to hate the Marlins, and I do, and I do want them to not continue however you have to hate the braves more however (laughs) there are there are no there is no team except maybe the yankees that i hate more than the braves (laughs) so (laughs) i have temporarily uh contracted marlin's fever it will critical support it will last it will last precisely three to five games (laughs) that's right all right. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about the next round. Who do we, who do we got in the next round? When uh, do you want to break that down? Start top left from the bracket on major on baseball. So uh, let's do Rays Yankees. How do we feel? Ooh, that's another let them fight. Yeah. I don't particular. I don't want to see either of those teams in the playoffs. So um, I'm looking at it from the perspective of an A's fan who is who is terrified a of the Astros somehow beating the A's, but also the prospect of going up against either of these. And I think, yes. and I think I would rather have 
I think I'd rather, I'd rather the Rays. Yeah, it's a it's a toss up for me too. I get that. Like, if you're if, when you're thinking ahead, when I purely just look at this matchup, though, like I do, like I mean, I I hate the Yankees, um, one of my most hated teams, easily. But like, I also I also want to see the Rays just punished all the time. <laughs> like, I want to see their horrible, like you know, the Astros are the McKinsey team, but like. The Rays, I think, like, really do fit kind of a McKinsey type of, uh, you know, ideology here as far as their, like, you know, baseball philosophy goes that, like, I really hate. Yeah. What's the, and I would, what's the company that um, created, uh, that, that was, like, a big scam to, that, that tried to rip off Tesla and was literally called, like, Nikola or something and never produced yes, a it was car? Yes, it was called, it was called, okay, yeah, it was called Nikola. And they were, yeah, and they were making... Uh, they were making like long haul semis, uh, and they literally just called it Nikola to rip off Tesla. And they never had a yeah, they never had a working model, and uh, to, to 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 film their like weird little commercial that they would show to investors and stuff. They took a truck, said it was one of their trucks, you know, put a like an eighteen wheeler, put a trailer on it, and then they found like a really low grade downhill hill and just let it coast and then film that so it doesn't look like it's like going down a hill it looks like it's like on flat like it's an optical illusion like it looks like it's on flat ground yeah you just and the what camera. the but fuck the, and just like and just like the rays you know they're basically doing the same thing um they uh nicola the company nicola uh they like you know everybody found out that they were full of shit recently but somehow the like CEO of this company got to walk away with like three billion dollars. What frustrates me about the Rays is that like they're a popular team for for neutral fans to bandwagon. But it's, yeah, but it's just and it's just totally like because I don't think the there's a single Rays fan. <laughs> yeah, but they're not. An, I don't. I don't think they're really an underdog though. Like in any way they're because they've been matchup. fairly su- no, they've been fairly successful in the last couple of years. And like I don't know, people. I think I feel like people should be onto this by now, like onto what they're doing. It's disgusting. And it's I don't know. It's I, frustrating. I, I and like because there's all not Florida any... sports, and I need them. Yes. I I cannot I cannot allow it to continue past the CS because, yeah. like with the Marlins, uh, I have a Florida team that I resent the success of going up against one of my most hated teams in all of baseball. So yeah. I I will have to grit my teeth. Uh, for this round, I'm going the other way. Like yeah. I'm going, I'm going the other way. I want to see um, spending money rewarded over um, doing bullshit cost cutting. Very good. Point. And I want the Yankees to, to to do this. If I'm just looking at this round, I understand how you wouldn't want the A's to be. The, <laughs> yeah, the right. Like, face what's the other awkward thing about hating the Rays is that the A's are basically the but same at, exact franchise. But at this, at, but at this point, when I look at when I look at at the AL bracket, I can't think of much more than like you know catharsis and punishment. That's all I can. That's all I can think about here. So let's go to the other AL matchup. I mean, I, yeah, this one is a slam dunk. I don't think there's, I don't think there's anybody except, uh, you know, people who actually live in Houston and uh, yeah, are there the biggest psychos in the world? Are there neutral fans that would? I don't think so. That would that would go with the Astros here? I haven't seen any of that. Because like, I'm trying to think of the fan bases that would hate the A's that much, and they would all hate the Astros more. I would, imagine. yeah, just as much or, or more. Yeah, I, I think the scandal's too big, big of a national news story. I think that's percolated enough outside just baseball circles to be like, well, those are the bad guys. They suck. They cheated. Yeah. Fuck them. I just looked it up, and the A's are 7-3 and three against Houston this year. Uh, their best result against, a diff- an, against an opposing team. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. So yeah. Okay, good. That is heartening, but again, weird things happen in the postseason. Small sample size, weird sample, yeah. They have something horrible going on. I mean, I know they they beat the twins, who are like honestly cursed um, by God. Um, and do you want to do you, you want to hear why I think that the the twins lost? Let's go. Okay, uh, I have I have two. I think they the the twins are suffering under two different curses. Um, the first 
um, is that uh, we were too mean to Chuck Knobloch when he came back with the Yankees. Um, so when you know the, the Yankees acquired Chuck Knobloch from from the Twins, uh, when he said you know he demanded a trade, he wanted to go over there. Um, and then when he came back, they had uh, Dollar Dog Night at the Dome, and uh, people threw hot dogs onto the field until <laughs> until they had to stop the game. Um, it was basically like that Simpsons when they were throwing pretzels onto the field and the manager came out Whitey to, Ford to, to, to like, Whitey yeah. Ford has to come out to demand some sanity. Like basically that same thing happened and they stopped the game and like called the game, uh, until, <laughs> until it died down. But in, even though Chuck Knobloch was a world-class asshole, he redeemed himself by, um, with his yips. Um, he hit Keith Olbermann's mom in the head with a current <laughs> throw. Um, and so I, I didn't know brain damage was hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> but since he's redeemed himself and we have not apologized collectively to Chuck Knobloch, I think that's part one. That's part one. Um, and then I think the greater curse that we have is Minnesota sports teams. You know, the, the men's professional sports teams are terrible. Seemed cursed. The Vikings can't win anything. The Timberwolves. Uh, our trash, even you know, in the days when we had Garnett and stuff, um, and the Twins, you know, they're <laughs> eighteen and zero since two thousand three or two thousand four, whatever. Awful, haven't won forever, and that's because the people of Minnesota will not acknowledge the amazing success of the Minnesota Lynx. We have like the premier, <laughs> the best NBA WNBA franchise uh, in the league. Have had a ton of success, and they get zero, zero, zero respect here. Oh, same curse uh-huh. in Arizona and the Mercury. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think until we apologize to Chuck Nabla, until and until we, uh, you know, acknowledge that what the Lynx are doing is very impressive and valid and great, that we will not have any postseason success. I think you need to start a Twitter trend, Jane. I I don't think I can. Uh, condense all of that into 280 characters well no just like do, uh, do like a hashtag enough. like twins curse get yeah. a campaign <laughs> just, going yeah just like yeah just come on minnesota like, <laughs> hashtag come on minnesota <laughs> come on minnesota like do the right do the right thing minnesota yeah no, I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're doing anything until then. But anyway, so the uh, Astros <laughs> are on a quest to get a more legitimate uh, World Series championship than the one they previously uh, won, which is still not, which is still not legitimate. And last week we like we talked about all of these matchups and made all these picks, and none of us like none of us. even for even for a second nope. considered the possibility that the Astros would go on. Like I didn't want to. Yeah, that was know. the thing. Like we just. I should have known better, possible. but I was just like, nope. I have to be completely, uh, you know, I have to be completely on board, hundred percent psychic, good energy going forward. <laughs> I nobody, picked, but none of us had. I should have picked the Astros in a. In yeah, a, you're the pessimist reverse, here. In the reverse yeah. jinx. Yeah. But uh, this but matchup is going to be very stressful and potentially very fun. Uh, I'm not making. I'm not making any picks. I <laughs> this week. I'll say who I want to win, but I'm not making. Everybody any knows picks. who I want to win in all of the matchups, so right. I, I, there's yeah. we don't need to voice it. But yeah, but let's go over all. to the. I'll end. pick them all. I'll pick them all right now. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, let's just do. Let's just do the AL side, Lauren. What do you What do you think? Uh, let's. Say I'm going uh, Astros, Yankees. Uh, that's that's both of them, right? Yeah. Yes. And I'll see the Astros do it in five, the Yankees do it in four. Oh man! All right. I'm looking at this, and, I, and I'm and I'm and I'm 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 looking at it. I'm like, I can see a Yankees Astros championship series, and I can see. Oh God! People be so pissed. And I can see a Rays A's championship, but I can't see any of the either two options. The other combinations, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it's it's gonna be like I think that those those teams' fates are tied to each other because like the A's and the Rays have a lot of stuff in common and the Yankees and the Astros have a lot of history. I think I think the yeah yeah the the I, I see what you mean with the the A's and the Rays. The difference is that the A's um, with the help of Aaron Sorkin 
have sold the public on their money they're like being cheap mm-hmm. um by as, as part of like oh we don't make that much money which is bullshit for every team and yeah, the rays are shit. under totally the rays yeah the rays have not even tried to make um that the rays are also more ruthless and uh, like a little smarter about it yes. than the a's are the a's were the first yes. but the rays have perfected it right like the the a's the a's money ball bullshit uh, like they still have a dumb little mythology around it. Mm-hmm. The the Rays have no such delusion. No, and the A's benefit from decades of um, nostalgia for like the great players they had yes. um, and and the great history they had. Yeah, uh, the Rays don't really have get that same uh, legacy treatment. The A's have the third most championships in baseball. People forget right. that. Yeah, like they had great historic players like Ricky Henderson, who, who people still remember very fondly. Um, and like. And like, even even the the guys tainted by steroids. I mean, they still had the mm-hmm. you know Canseco McGuire era, and like a, times that were a lot of fun. And like amazing World World Series appearances. And, and like meanwhile, right. like who's the most famous race player of all time? Like uh, fucking Carl Crawford. Like Evan Longoria, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the only thing that I think of uh, when I think of the Rays is that video of. Evan Longoria saving the reporter from a, a foul ball in batting practice. That's like the only thing I can think of when I think about the history of the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, I think like a lot gold, about I uniforms. think a lot about the Rays uh, only World Series appearance. Personally, <laughs> fair. You have the right to be bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitter. All right. Let's do. Let's do the. Uh, let's do the NL side. All right. Uh, let's start with the less interesting one. <laughs> Dodgers Padres. No, Marlins no? Braves. What? We have Marlins fever here, Stephen. Uh, no. Yeah, All right. So, what right. are your? So, okay, okay. Take it down. Take it down. <laughs> what are your actual feelings about this match? Like about uh-huh. how this is going to play out? Well, which one? Marlins Braves. Marlins uh, Braves. I, I um that the Braves have not performed uh, super great in the playoffs so far. Like the pitching has been really good, but they, I have not seen the bats. Uh, mm-hmm. And the Marlins, uh, I don't know, but it's two games, small sample size. Uh, I think the Marlins are the better team on paper, but the whole point of the, that's I'm sorry, the Braves are better on paper. I was the, about to the, say, that's insane. Yeah, the, the Braves are better <laughs> on paper. The Marlins just uh, have this, they, the Braves are better on paper. Uh, the Marlins are fun and weird and, and um, people aren't expecting anything of them. So there's, there's, there's low expectations. But I want the Marlins to win. Like I'm, I'm willing that into existence, <laughs> along with some other like news. It's lathe of heaven's t- time. Marlins have have to yeah, do. Yeah, we're steering this thing okay. in two directions. It's yeah. One's political. <laughs> one's one's the Marlins. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it's uh, you know, at the beginning of the season, you know, for a lot of reasons, I would not want to see in uh, Atlanta, Miami. Play in the playoffs, but like, I just I have to root for Miami now. This year is getting stupider and stupider, uh, and I just I think that the only way for everything to come full circle is for Miami to at least make it to the World Series. Yep. My feelings about this matchup, I I, I'm I'm the the Marlins whole thing and my relationship to them as a Phillies fan is painful, Uh, but I do hate the Braves. (laughs) I'm actually pretty yeah. zen about this matchup because either the Braves advance and I don't have to fucking hear about the Marlins anymore or the Marlins <laughs> advance and it's all weird and I get to celebrate the death of the Braves and very fair. I don't I I cannot imagine either of these teams making it past either of the NL West teams. That's what I was just about to say that I can't uh, yeah, like I I don't I don't think even if the the the, uh, the Braves advance here and I don't think they get past the the uh, Padres and or the Speaking of the NL NL West teams like I don't like the Dodgers, but I don't hate them and I am rooting for the Padres because they're just so fun. Either outcome, like, like I'm going to watch those games, and this is going to be the closest I get to, like, low stakes uh, mm-hmm. rooting for a team. Like, I genuinely have opinions about how the game, how the, how the series, how I would like the series to turn out. But if it doesn't turn out, it's, like, not going to be apocalyptic for me. And I'm just so excited 
to have two um, really good, really fun teams who are going to get real spicy with each other, <laughs> and me having relatively low emotional investment in it. Yeah, un- like yeah, you don't have the investment in it. Uh, it, it won't be ap- apocalyptic, unlike you know the bottom left of this bracket. <laughs> Um, potentially can be. Yeah, I, oof, oof. I'm so I'm I'm not I'm not fully internalizing the idea that it's the A's and the Astros. I'm just saying, like I was, I was where uh, like you know a couple days ago I was where you are now, um, and if things turn sour, you know you can always talk to me. <laughs> Thank you. I Jay. can walk you through this. <laughs> Thank you. I can I can help you out. You know, I can find coping mechanisms that that can help with it. But, it's, so but we'll but, keep an eye on it. But if they do slay the dragon, that's gonna feel oh, so. Oh, it'd be nice. wonderful. It's gonna feel so. It'd be, nice. It's gonna be wonderful. Be really, really wonderful to see that happen. All right. Do we have? I mean, we talked about Marlins Braves. I feel like more than we talked about uh, Dodgers Padres. Do we have any more like really specific thoughts about about that that matchup? I cannot get over how fucking sexy. The Padres uniforms are, good lord, the the brown and gold is just so good. One of the best in this, in, in sports, yeah. We're gonna see that road uniform some here mm-hmm. too now, uh, since the the Dodgers have the the number one seat over it, even though it's you know it's not at home technically mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, that brown, that like light brown, with the pinstripes and the yellow. It's oh superb. Yeah. It's so good. Like, they have simultaneously the best and the worst ones because I think they're still using their dumb, stupid uh, Sunday digital camo uh, jerseys this year. We're, those are, the, like, by far the worst uh, in the entire if league. We, I will ascend to a higher plane if we are blessed with a World Series between the Padres and the A's where we get the brown and gold and the Kelly greens. Oh, God. Yes. With the, with the, uh, the elephant oh, yeah. patch. Oh God! And playing yeah. at a Dodger Stadium, the, the most beautiful park in this in the sport. Yes, hell yes, perfect. Wins all around. <laughs> we deserve this. The most aesthetically pleasing World Series possible. Mm-hmm. I do I actually like. I I actually really really do like the the simplicity, and like, of uh of the Dodgers uniforms though too. I I, I want to say it's a classic. Like it's yeah. it's like it's the perfect shade of blue that Dodger blue. Um, like, doesn't need any frills, nothing. It just like it just looks so nice. I mm-hmm. think. Um, do we uh, want to talk about the re- neutral sites? Sure. Yeah. Do, we we, care? do you have Do you have some thoughts on that? I don't. Really, I don't, know. I I don't really care. Weird, and it'll be an well, interesting thing to see. Yeah, it'll it'll feel really weird. Yeah, unless the Dodgers are in it, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I, are, are they the Dodgers play the in only San Diego? ones that could play in their own park, and but not until the World Series? Well, they because they're using San Diego. Too. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, and and in in the because are, are for the are the World Series are they do they announce they're using the California ones because uh, I mean uh, Minute Maid is is being used on the NL side right now. Yeah, like the Minute Maid and um, whatever the Texas the Texas one, one is. are on the NL side, and the AL side has LA and San Diego. <clears throat> are they gonna like? Are they gonna just like mix and match them? Like if they're because I think that because I mean the reason that they're using uh, the Southern California parks on the AL side and then the Texas parks on the NL side is because it's not possible to play at your home park yeah. during the during the bracket. Are they gonna like you know keep that up? I well, actually, what, what no. I just remembered that the the World Series is going to be in Arlington. So darn it! Oh, right. so they don't have to worry about yeah. it. Okay. But yeah, I mean, they're at, and like really the reason they're doing this is because they wanted to test out selling tickets. Yep. Uh, <laughs> in a in an easy way, they didn't want it to like be at a you know whatever team's park it was. Darn it, um, that's a bummer. Yeah, that is. I think that's a that's like the story that's really stupid is that they're they're going to be testing out uh, putting fans in the in the seats right now while. Uh, both the White House and the NFL are dealing with COVID outbreaks. <laughs> like, really, really awesome shit here, guys. Like, they're going to have, like, t- uh, 11,500 people in the stands during the NLCS and for the World Series. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Cool. Like, it's <laughs> smart smart stuff, guys. Um, but, I mean, they're I think they're just and they're testing it out. They're doing, they're using human guinea pigs to see what they can get away with. 
Who I assume uh, are paying the, the beginning of next season. Privilege. Yeah, God, how much have they said? How much those tickets are going to be? Not to my knowledge. I haven't. I haven't I seen. Of. I haven't heard anything, but like, I'm definitely going to like look it up on the uh, third party, you know, sales apps and stuff <laughs> for just for fun to see how much they're going for. Because like, is there a it's price? Gotta be, like, is there a price that it could be that would get you to go? No, God no. no. It's a fucking pandemic. No. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, I I wouldn't like yeah I, if you gave me a ticket to go see those uh, Twins Astros games I wouldn't have gone yeah um, that pains me pains me to say I paid like um, last season I paid like ninety bucks to go see the uh, the Twins lose get swept out to the Yankees I definitely would not do that this year yeah definitely would not have done it couldn't yeah like I mean you could pay me to go. Yeah, it would have to be. Yeah, a I would good need. Amount of money. I would need to be paid in order to consider exactly. going to any. But of but these. there's enough. There's enough people that will go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's easily. there's definitely enough people that will pay a ton of money. I mean, there's there's you know there's people outside of Walter Reed right now not wearing masks. Uh, you know. But, well, aren't, so there's definitely there been, people. Haven't there been fans at football stadiums like already? Yes. So yes, famously, uh, the first NFL game of the year. Uh, at Kansas City, they uh, there were a bunch of fans there. They did contact trace some COVID outbreaks to that as well. Great, um, but there was a bunch of fans there when they that that booed the players taking a moment of silence <laughs> after the anthem. <laughs> it wasn't even they didn't even kneel during the anthem. They did a moment of silence afterwards, and uh, and they got booed. So. That's the kind of people that's going to pay for pay to go to a sporting event right now. Well, then, um, honestly, definitely the go kind of people God. that are going to pay. Yeah, go with God. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, it's going to be stupid. There's going to be people there, but they're they're figuring it out for next year. You know, they I think they I think they're planning on doing you know if not 162, I think they're planning on starting it up early next year, no matter what happens, vaccine or not. So great. Yeah, absolutely. Fun times. Uh, do we have anything else to talk about, or do we want to go to mailbag now? I'm good oh, for I, mailbag. I, I do want to briefly right. mention uh, the death of Bob Gibson is very sad. Oh, God, um, yeah. Indeed it is. We've yeah, seen last a, night. Yeah, we, we, last night it was announced, yeah. Pancreatic cancer. We, we've seen a few kind of Hall of Famers die in the last couple months, including Tom Seaver. Uh, Gibson hit me harder uh, just than, than those. Um, just because he truly was great, but also... Um, and he set a record that will never be broken. Uh, the 68, uh, 1.12 ERA will stand forever just because mm-hmm. pitchers have changed. Uh, but his life story is incredible, too. I, I really recommend looking up um, uh, the athletic piece uh, by Joe Poznanski about him in his Baseball 100 series. Uh, it's a great piece. Uh, yeah, you retweeted some ex- or you tweeted some excerpts from that uh, earlier today that are... That are really, really good, very poignant. Yeah, good um, stuff. amazing player, amazing legacy in the sport. Um, I, I do like those those excerpts you you, you tweeted there. Um, that kind of kind of go over about how even though he is a you know considered this legendary pitcher, um, still the uh, kind of perception of him is seen as like a very very racist perception too compared to what you know he actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go look up that Athletic Space All One Hundred uh, piece about Bob Gibson. It's it's it's. It's excellent. All right. Uh, <coughs> mailbag? Mailbag. Yeah. Okay. Mailbag here. We have our first question from at Randball Stew, um, who writes very funny articles at twinsdaily.com. Uh, and he says, is it okay to be sad about the Twins, but happy about the Padres, Marlins, and Rays? It's not okay to be happy about the Rays. No, not at all. <laughs> Especially because like, they were up against the Jays. Like, nobody thought that the Jays were going to advance. Like, nobody was under that delusion. But like, I literally on, predicted that the Blue Jays would win. Rays. That was literally something I said was I thought the Blue Jays were going to win. <laughs> i was hoping that was like yeah i was hoping for at least a three game series uh-huh. but, but they they went out with the yeah. whimper it was it was rough like at least and then like you know i'm super sad about the twins going out uh as Randball ball stew here is as well uh-huh. but like 
you know, at least the Twins kept like you know a tie game or a one run game going into the late innings. Yeah. Um, the the Jays the Jays put up no fight. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, to the only. Yeah. R.I.P. to the only non-central team eliminated. Right. Yeah, no, I was thinking about the last time. I was like, wait a minute, seven of the 16 teams or central teams, they're all gone. Who was the other one? that? Uh, it took me a minute to remember that it was the Jays. Because they were like, here they and gone went, in like 10 seconds. It was it was because, yeah, they were out impossibly quick. And so, like, it didn't even register with me. Okay, uh, let's see. And Also, that, Buffalo should probably question. be considered the Midwest. <laughs> like, geographically, <laughs> it's not right, but culturally, it's Midwest. We'll call it, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, like kind kind of, kind of like the same way Pittsburgh is, yeah. even though exactly, it's like... It exactly. The Midwest starts in the middle of Pennsylvania, and Buffalo <laughs> is to the west of that line, if we're being I don't know. honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next question is at Absurdosic, uh, who asks, how funny is it that all the Midwestern teams got absolutely owned in the first round? It's hilarious. It's incredibly honestly. funny. It's objectively it's, it's, funny. It's so funny. Yeah, as I've said here and on Twitter, it's it's Midwest excellence. I was I was obviously rooting for a number of them very hard, but yep. the fact that all of them are gone is fucking hysterical. Very funny. All right. Um, at Dingus J. McGee says, is the distinct possibility of both a Lakers and Yankees championship in 2020 the indisputable proof that there is simply no God, or barring that, that there is a God he needs truly a malevolent, all-hating machine who revels in human suffering? I don't know enough about basketball, really, to say that. Um, but I do like LeBron James. Yeah, so that's a guy. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Like I'm, I'm indifferent to the Lakers. I don't follow basketball super closely, but yeah. I, I like him cementing his legacy a little more, I guess, um, just because uh, everybody who hates LeBron is a fucking weirdo. Mm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yes, to the point, um, I'm fine with it too, just because like I, I don't put a lot of stakes in, in like the, the legacy of a team. If the team isn't somebody I watched uh, 40, you know, I, I wasn't watching baseball 40 years ago. I don't care about what the Yankees did uh, before I was born. Um, yeah, who gives a shit about Murderer's Row? Like, yeah. the people that are, like, still talking about that, it's like, you weren't even fucking alive to watch that shit. Yeah, that legacy stuff is, is just leaves me colder and colder the older I get. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't care. And if the Yankees win a championship, whatever, uh, they get their, their 27 and a half and we just get closer to retiring them. Yeah. I don't care. All right, uh, we already did at Matthew Gregory's one, so let's see. At Jallentown says, is it morally wrong to quietly pull for the Marlins just to keep their streak of never losing a series live, even if it's just for one series against the Barves? And I would have to say that not only is it not morally wrong, I think it's morally right. It's the morally correct pull. position, absolutely. It's the morally correct, yes, Uh you look at the dialectics, whatever that means, <laughs> and it and it tells you that you have to pull for the Marlins here. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a slam dunk. Let's let's revisit yeah. this question in round three. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, for yeah, now, yeah. it is the morally correct stance. We'll talk at, about this at next. The very we'll least, talk about it next week. At the very least, you have to maintain uh, the democratic centralist position of of not saying bad things about them. No, you have to. Yeah, we have a party line, and we're sticking to it. Ah! Um, yeah, yeah, we are, yeah, Reed, we're combating liberalism here, <laughs> and we are pulling for the Marlins. All right, uh, and then at Chip Swelly, you're going to like this one, Stephen. Uh, now that it's clear that Sixto is really good and GT probably won't, become, won't be back, how should Phillies fans feel on a scale of dead inside to sitting in a garage with the car running waiting for the fumes to kill them? More toward the latter, I would say. But I, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wide, it's, 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 a, it's a range. I could go, you know, depends on the day, depends on the series, how it looks. I was, yeah. I was devastated yesterday because in a matchup against you, Darvish, the, the, the perfect yeah. boy whom I love, uh, I, was, I had a lot of rooting interest in that game, and of course... Darvish didn't have, like, a bad game. No, he didn't, no, he would be great. but he didn't really get any support no no but but that's how that's how it always is when there's like a pitcher i like on a team i don't like i'm always just like all right just let them have a great game with no run support right so i think that was i think that was the ideal outcome meanwhile when when the opposite happened when i was rooting for the reds but 
uh, against Trevor Bauer. He pitches amazingly, and the, they can't fucking put a single run on yeah. the board. I don't. Yeah, that that is rough because it's like, uh, you know, okay. But I think that there are, uh, you know, I'm of two minds on this because, like, yeah, okay, Sixto's really good, and he's not with your team anymore, and they squandered their years with JT here, and he's probably not coming back. But you got to see JT with the cutout tank top. That's true. A lot. That's and true. It was a, and it was a Phillies logo on that. And you got to see him palling around with Bryce Harper. So it, it's... Just like it's, dudes it's, rocking. It's really the question of, is it better to love to have loved and lost than... I think you loved and lost, you know. Here's the thing. I, I refuse to give this too much hard thought until <laughs> further developments occur like sure. they might we'll resign about JT, this off season maybe possibly yeah potentially bryce harper's made it clear that he thinks they should um and he assumed presumably gets some sway as like the star of the team yeah right i yeah yeah and you know salaries are going to be depressed all around the league this year so I think that it's it's not impossible mm-hmm. for him to come back. And I think it really has to be said that uh, he was really good with the Phillies. He was the b- best catcher in baseball yes. his whole time there. He yep. had enormously productive seasons. It's uh, it's bad luck that the team around him did not develop properly or, or the way you want as a fan, but it's got nothing to do with him. I think yeah. the main thing keeping me from getting on board the Marlins bandwagon is the fucking COVID shit that happened this season <laughs> right like that, we haven't talked about I'm that but still yeah fucking mad about that and i don't know they're they're as evidenced yesterday by like all the selfies they took and like the bottom feeder shirts they're, like they're really they're really leaning into like high levels of of swagger i think that the bottom feeder shirt the bottom feeder thing would have happened regardless of the covid though well, yeah sure 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 but they're they're fun and young and exciting and like they have a ton of swagger and i wish i could get on board but i'm still just so fucking annoyed about that covid no. bullshit and, and then the, every the, time sixto has like an incredible performance you get people it hurts you that much you more. get people no, it's less i'm hurt that he is succeeding and more like all the people reminding me about how the Phillies all right i'll shut the fuck away. up about it then and i'm just like i just have a sad that's all dude but imagine how you feel about that imagine how white Sox fans feel about watching tatis right now oh god yeah i forgot about I that i mean tim anderson's no slouch <laughs> yeah. no 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 but okay regardless whatever but okay we got our next question here at lord ladrian uh says how funny would a florida series be Objectively very funny. Again, Obje- so again, it would be an outcome Objectively I don't funny, want, yes. but it would be smoothed over by the fact that it would be hysterical. Like I think, I, like I mentioned it last week, like how mad I would be that Manfred and the league would be getting exactly what they want with a Yankees Dodgers World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be very funny if there was a Rays Marlins ones to the teams with like the two lowest attendance. And I think mm-hmm. it would it would cement this year as, as like a, a, a not counting. I think yeah. that would yeah. go a long way towards perpetuating that view and defending it. I think it would be very, very, very funny. Uh, getting into less of ones about the playoffs here, uh, at Ugly Tacoma says, what rule changes from this season do you want to stick around? Personally, I want the DH to stick around. Universal DH, let's go, baby. Yep, let's do it. <sighs> it pains me to say it, but I agree. I, I love pitchers hitting. I love how dumb it is. Um, I have not missed it once this season. Yeah, and I think we've seen everything that we need to see from it. Yeah, we got to see, we got uh-huh. to see. You know, we got to see guys like Bob Gibson do it. You know, forever Absolutely. ago. Worth pointing out, he was great. The Bartolo yeah. Colon home run. It was the yes. end of pitchers hitting being useful. I think it was Granky's two home run game, but yes. Yeah. Right. Those those two things, that was the last two boxes that need to get checked. Mm-hmm. We were never going to see good pitchers, like pitchers that are good at hitting. We were never going to see that ever again, like no. actually good. Um, it was never going to ever happen. They can still they still have their two-way player rules for, you know, guys like Otani and stuff if, you know, that those sort of rarities ever come up. Mm-hmm. But we're never going to get actual 
pitcher is hitting that's worth watching. So I think just like send it off. Absolutely. Don't need it anymore. The, the, um, the, the continued specialization of, of the sport, the continued um, analytical drive in, in pitching specifically to focus yes. on incredibly specific things, incredibly specific training regimens. Uh, it's just never going to happen. And why would you want to risk these like stud pitchers by making them run the base pass? Oh, very true. Or what? Very true. Or watching them, you know, like maybe get hit by a pitch. Yeah. Like, don't need that shit. Get it out of there. It's painful. Um, but what about? I was a pure yeah, stud this for a long time, but it's time to accept it. It's time to accept it. It's time to move on. Um, what about the other rules? What do you think about like the? seven inning absolutely no to the runner on second in extra inning games i don't hate it as much as i thought i would but Mm -hmm. i don't want it around Um, either yep mild no to seven inning double headers i think the only people that like that are baseball writers (laughs) because they don't want to stick around for like the the, they don't want to stick around the stadium all day they're the only people that like that Um, and in fairness they love it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's very they funny love it they are so happy with it yeah are the, what get, are the other know, rules good to spend time with their kids i guess like the 16 player format i i don't hate it as much as i i did i i don't think i'd be curious to see what those two game three game series feel like in a full stadium because the thing i i love about the wild card that elimination playoff feel in a, in a stadium is so cool yeah i don't know if that's replicated mm-hmm. in a three game series so i don't know how i really feel about it i think like if you're gonna keep because they're they're going to keep the 16 team playoff like yeah. they're going to keep it mm-hmm. but i um but in uh a post game interview after the twins lost uh the twins reliever tyler duffy kind of hinted like that they might not keep it exactly in the format that it is right now though like with uh maybe buys being involved or something you know so like the wild card round wouldn't just be you mm-hmm. know the chaos that we saw this year and I wouldn't be as opposed to that of like teams getting buys or you know teams starting with a win or something like that. Like some that would at least lessen to, the pain. Some kind of way to 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 cement that the the regular season counts. Absolutely yeah. right. Especially in a 162 game season, I like I don't want to see a team like you know that that's built with the depth to win a division get knocked out. <laughs> like, yeah, in, like in the, a, in a like three in the chaos of a three game series. I'm sorry to to belabor the point, but. The Minnesota Twins were the th- were the third seed, and they got knocked yeah. out by a team that finished under five hundred. Mm-hmm. Right, that that's cannot very weird. be allowed to happen. I think that's yeah, no, that's shameful. <laughs> it's, and like it's fucking awful, and, and, and especially if it's a long season. Some of it is on the Twins, but yeah, you know, like that's, the that's, format that's... allowed that to happen, and I don't, I don't yeah. abide by that at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's not 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 cool. Um, Given the twenty twenty weirdness, it I think it worked for the most part. Mm-hmm. But over a, a full one hundred sixty two game season, it, it would feel crazy. Yeah. All right. Next question at extra sauce underscore asks: How many baseballs does a team have to eat to win the World Series? One hundred thirty seven. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. And then next question at Jerd Bertley says: uh, Now that it looks like Lindor isn't cutting Cleveland any sweetheart deals. Uh, God, my landing spots for him. The, the, do you see the video that uh, Bradford uh, posted the other day? Yes. About where he asked <laughs> Lindor, like, uh, "Do you think Cleveland will?" What do you ask? He asked like some like, "Do you think Cleveland's gonna, you know, shell out the money for you?" And Lindor just like laughed for like <laughs> five seconds straight. God, we we need to have. I'm I'm excited to do a deep dive into this. This very, very, very weird off season we're about to. Yes. Oh, it's going to be so strange. We will definitely have to do that. Yeah. Um. But where, where, where do you think? What do you, What do you think? Personally, that, well, I think he should okay, sign I think with a team a... I like and not a team I don't like. What are the teams that need a shortstop right now? Like every team is made better by signing him. Every team should be competitive for him. What are the teams that right. are most likely to do it? Is what I'm asking. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, and like, because like I've said a couple times this episode, like. The market's going to be so depressed this year. But even in the last couple years where I've been depressed, like not as much as it will be this year, it's been depressed. I mean, you still see some guys get big deals like, you know, Cole got and then Harper got and stuff like that. But like, I don't know. I want, And I think that he is just that cut above where he's still going to get a big one. But like, who's got the money and an ownership willing to spend on that that will do that? 
that that's a question like and that will give him a long-term deal like that i'm a little terrified i'm a little terrified that it might be the giants i think the dodgers are a pretty logical choice um they they, yeah money wise i'm not sure how it works out but um i don't think they're going to resign uh justin turner and Corey seager's probably gonna have to move to third at some point uh maybe not though they've got some really good prospects at shortstop um but I, I would expect a, a big money team to get in just because they can pay and cheap teams right. are going to pretend they're cheap or pretend they're broke. And especially this season. So, yeah. Yeah, the Phillies Dodgers could use them, but we're kind of busy f- figuring out what the fuck to do with what the fuck to do with our catching situation. I think the Braves are probably going to make a pretty competitive bid. Um, they've had issues yeah. uh, on that on with the corner for a while. And the Braves uh, is a huge market, like really is. There's no reason they can't afford it. Like, I mean, there's no reason any team can't afford it. But like, really, the Braves here, yeah. Who the hell do they have at third base this year? Like, I'm not even sure. And and Dancy Swanson's fine, I guess. Um, I don't know. Clearly, mm-hmm. he would be a huge upgrade for them. Yeah. All right. Next question. Uh, our friend, the Dolphin Pilot, says. Uh, what do you think about baseball? Do you like it? No. <laughs> I yeah, love I'd... baseball. I'm more ambiguous on MLB. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this week has been trying for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been <laughs> some really, really low lows and some medium highs mm-hmm. yeah. um, that have barely kept my head above water. Uh, but I guess I still like baseball, yes. As a game, it is so much fun to watch and play and see and just to experience as a fan or as a participant. Um, I hate that just the way it's constructed right now, all the attention goes to the biggest example of it where the most money is at stake because that is not what the sport is. That is a small portion of what an actual recreational activity is. And, Lauren, you talked about this a bunch, about how, like... Like, it wouldn't cost that much money to get adult leagues, you know, amateur leagues going Mm -hmm. in every city in the country. Every city in the country should have, like, a a, a competitive softball. My my great-grandpa... And not competitive softball. Yeah. My great-grandpa was uh, 50 years old when he stopped playing, like, Mm -hmm. you know, men's league baseball. Wow. He was five foot three. He played shortstop until he was 50 years old. (laughs) And, like, like you can do that shit. It's not, it would not be, it would not be hard. I've got guys on my team in their 60s, like, in softball. And and there's, in in places where baseball is more integral to the whole population, rather than just something you turn on the TV, you see older, like, older leagues that go into their 60s and 70s. That, that, I think that this is a a topic for a whole episode. We can, Absolutely. we can talk we can about really it at some point. We'll save this. We'll save this for the off season. The rest of this talk here. All right. So last question. It's a two parter. <laughs> um, stuck in the IV. Might be stuck in the four. I'm not sure. Um, but it's a two part question. I'm actually gonna flip um, the order that it's been asked in. Um, the second part of it though, it says uh, for Stephen, why are you so grumpy all the time? Practice. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get to Carnegie Hall, baby. All right. Good answer. (laughs) Yeah, good answer. And then the second part goes to Lauren, and it says, um, and this is a great question for this day as Lauren is uh, smoking a pork butt right now. It's true. I Um, actually need to go put more more charcoal on because my temperatures just dropped below uh, where I want it to be. All right, we'll be quick then. Um, So, Lauren, your meat-smoking tweets are the only good thing on my timeline besides Republicans getting COVID. Um Praise God on that one. How does one learn this wonderful art, and what equipment would you suggest investing in? Uh, I it's a great question. Um, I've I've sold a couple people on uh, grills now um, because I it, it it's not just smoking. I I I'm I'm not a super prolific smoker. I, I and you do it on many... like the web. You do all the stuff on the Weber, right? Yes, I do everything on my Weber kettle. Um, great. And if if you're really late into smoking specifically, uh, there are great options like the Smoky Joe. Um, that are reasonably priced and can make everything up to competition level barbecue very straightforwardly. If you're looking for something that's more like any kind of grill, like you're going to use it um, for burgers too, you're you're looking for a a versatile tool for all sorts of outdoor cooking, um, I cannot recommend enough 
getting a, just going on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist and getting a used or new, if you have a little bit extra money to spend, uh, Weber kettle. Get the kind with the removable catch um, ashtray because uh, that saves you a ton of cleanup effort. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with grilling um, with gas. Uh, it, I, my dad grew up uh, grilling with gas. You can make great food on it. Um, for me, like the experience of using the charcoal and practicing getting getting a feel for how it operates in the, in the system uh, is so much more rewarding, uh, just it, from a hobbyist perspective, I guess. Um, and it doesn't take that much time. Just get a, You just need a simple kettle, uh, less than 100 bucks used, and get a chimney, which is a way to concentrate the charcoal uh, to start so you can get going faster so it doesn't take ages if you're just going out there for a weeknight. Um, and just keep some lighter cubes around or the little matchstick things. There's a bunch of different, or, or just use newspaper. There's a billion different ways to do it. Um, it's really just about going out there and doing it and, and getting over that initial fear of, oh, I'm, I'm holding a, a chimney of, of flaming hot coals. That is a weird thing to have to overcome <laughs> if, you're, if you didn't grow up doing it. Um, it's great. But it, it's super accept. It's super um, versatile. You can do a million things with the Weber. Um, uh, the design hasn't really changed in the decades just because it doesn't need to. It's a super efficient machine that can hold a temperature really consistently for a long time. And charcoal is way more forgiving than people give it credit for. Uh, it's it's a super. Mm-hmm. Um, it's way more accessible than people think. All right, that's great advice. And if you have more questions, DM Lauren. Um, we're batting around. Thank you so DM much, Lauren. everybody, for listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Jane, and with me as always is Lauren and Stephen. Um, yeah, keep sending us mailbag questions, uh, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye.